0: Also, thank you guys, specifically Zach, for saying I had a nice haircut. You know, it's the first time I, could I was just about to say that. My hair. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Had nice you had 45 minutes or 50, gonna, whatever.
1: You were due for a long, a nice, nice haircut after the, the coming out of the coming out of this man came out of brain surgeries and he's still looking fresh. Like, look at that. Like, that is an accomplishment yeah clap clap for this Four
0: score seven years ago oh huh? I, that that doesn't have any reference no it, it, does. it doesn't make any sense so
1: you were the moment bro you ruined the moment <laughs> that's me. that's what you
0: tell us man i always ruin the moments
1: bro that's fine hello and welcome back to another episode of the say less basketball podcast Posted as always by, yours truly, Zach Fulcher, William Donzella, on the daffle Seed, back with another episode, episode 41. Got some new things in the NBA to talk about, some new topics. Uh, the MVP race is kind of pulled ahead. Well, with the lighter, Well, with the lighter again. We'll...
0: I couldn't uh, find it for a second
1: there. Yep. But uh, the, the stuff is kind of pulled away in the MVP race, if I, if I may say so myself, so there's been a uh, talk about in the, the, the Warriors went over the Nets. There's been talking about, uh, you know, should, should KD have left the Warriors to join the Nets? So we can talk about that a little bit. And then we also got some, uh, interesting quotes and graphics from some players and Giannis is talking about potentially leaving the Milwaukee Bucks in the future. So that's something we can talk about and then Also, Andre Iguodala uh, was hesitant about Kyrie being left off the top seventy-five list overall, and then he's just been talking about it for a while now. So, we're gonna bring that up. So, first off, the stuff thing, man, it's been crazy. That uh, after some folks uh, hated on the Warriors to begin this the season this year. Not making the playoffs. Some folks said they're not making the playoffs. Uh, you know, no chance of redemption for Steph. And here we are. Um a full month into the season, and the Warriors are in first place in the West, I believe. And Steph is leading the MVP race, and they beat the Nets, uh, which was a big win for the Warriors. Big win after some schedule. The strength of their schedule has been uh, debated recently. So uh, a lot of people th- think, should Katie have left the Warriors to join the Brooklyn Nets? Do you think so, Will? Um, well,
0: first of all, I'm pretty sure the Warriors still have the wor- the easiest schedule. I, I don't know. Uh, I'll-, I'll look that up when I'm not talking. But um, So I think this narrative that he, like, le- I don't know. Because the way people look at this, they're like, uh, well, he shouldn't have left because, you know, the team was better. Obviously, the Warriors are better. Right. If, if you're looking at like to win, the Warriors were better to stay at. But I think he left because of how they managed his injury and the culture. Like he talked about with Draymond. I, I don't think he was. We've talked about it. We talked about it back, you know, when the interview happened. I don't think he was totally honest I'm, during that interview with Draymond. I think that what happened between him and Draymond and then how the rest of the team didn't really – go up to Draymond and be like hey you can't do this or management didn't really do anything Uh, I think that that really mattered and so I think that's why he left I think it was more about the culture the team was creating the fact that they mismanaged his injury yes he willingly played he still played a part in that but they kind of maybe misled him to think he had a calf injury uh so I think it was more about that and the fact that he and Kyrie were I guess really close, uh, which I didn't know they're that close, but um, they are, and and so I think it's more about that. If you wanted to win, you stay with the Warriors. Like, there's no way you leave. The Warriors are way better, like because th- you have to think about the variables. You say even joining up with Kyrie, here's you have uncertainties from leaving, right? Because if you stay with the Warriors, you know you got Steph, you know you got Clay when he comes back, you know you have a team that's won. Whereas going and teaming up with other players, you have variables that you don't know if they're going to pan out the way you want them, like winning. Uh, you don't know if Kyrie and you are going to work. You don't know the team you're going to get around. So like all that stuff. So I personally think it was more about management, Uh
2: My thing was just legacy wise. Um, you made good points about, you know, the mismanagement of his injury and stuff, which I agree with, um, especially the whole thing of like how the way the teammates reacted. 'Cause remember how Jordan and Pippen and Rodman you know how they reacted to um what's it called? What was it Pippen mismanaging his, his surgery? I think that last season they were together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um basically, you know, he got called out by his teammates, you know, saying, you know, you can't do that. And obviously the game winning um basket by Kukoc Coach and what, 94 that Pippen had a problem with because he didn't take the last shot. And a lot of his mm-hmm. teammates were mad about that. So if I was KD, I probably KD thought that you know, maybe he's not important to this organization as he thought he was. Um, so I, I think that had something to do with it. And when I said legacy, I meant in terms of how, you know, it was kind of Steph's team, Steph's city, um, no matter what KD did, he won two back-to-back finals MVP's. But, you know, people still, t- uh, t- uh, still seem to treat Steph as like the guy there, um, even though to some people he was a better player. To me, he was, but um, I definitely think legacy was because if he stayed in the rest of his career, I mean, he probably would have won more for sure. But it's like, you know, it's always going to be Steph's team. You know, he's the one that was the best player before he came. And he's the one that won 73 games. He's the one that brought the Warriors, you know, the first chip in like 40 years. So it's like, you know, he's probably the second most popular player after LeBron. I could, sure, see, so, yeah. uh,
0: I could see him end up ending up being like Pippen. And then 30 years later, 20 years later, you know, I don't making all these Pippen. comments.
2: I think it would have been more like Kareem to Magic. No, no, you know? I'm not
0: saying, like, that role. I'm saying, like, Pippen, you know how Pippen's coming out lately? He has many times. I, I'm starting to wonder about him. But, like, uh, like he, he'll he just randomly attack Jordan or, you know, like all that stuff, and you can see the jealousy. Yeah,
2: but, like, Pippen's, Pippen's had some – some unfortunate things that happened to him in his life lately. So I think that has to, something to do with, you know, it's his true. recent yeah, true. comments.
1: And yeah, yeah, that is true. At the
2: same time, yeah, he's trying to a book. So it's like, okay, I think those are probably the big reasons why Pippen did that. But KD would, I know he's like one of those guys, to like maybe like a post in the future of going like, oh, KD was a reason the Warriors won those two chips. Oh, I forget about Steph. I feel like someone like that would happen with his social media in the I think future. He, but I, think, other than I think that, he already I, think
1: has. <laughs> I think he already has done
2: something like that. No, mate. he was, he was like, no, he was liking like a bunch of Warriors reporters <clears> saying, <throat> Oh, um, what was it? It was like, uh, some Warriors reporter was saying, Oh, KD made a mistake to leave it. A lot of people like subtweeting and saying, why do you, why do you guys keep talking about him? Well, you already left, blah, blah, blah. And KD was liking those, like the fans comments. He wasn't liking like, you know, Oh, Steph is worse than KD or something. I don't think oh, you yeah. meant that. Oh, okay, yeah. But those are my things. So I think it's just legacy wise. I think that was the biggest reason. Maybe the Draymond, uh, Draymond fight and mismanaged the injury was you know, a little like you know things that kind of just you know gave him like the actual like okay for sure I'm leaving now. But legacy, I think that was the biggest issue. So I don't know Zach, since you're the Warriors fan here. Yeah, doing,
1: but... you made some good. You make some good points. I think it's a it's a mix of all those. I think. You know, the fact that it didn't work out the last year, they didn't win, they didn't win the championship the last year, I think that plays into it, because obviously if they win, I think, against the Raptors and everyone's healthy, then he comes back. No, I don't think so. But, but it didn't happen. It didn't win. Um, And, you know, I I think that played a part in it too, that, you know, it's kind of like, he was kind of like, man, this, we didn't win this year, we were supposed to win, it didn't happen. And I think he had to deal with that. And then also, the things you said about uh, Steph creating the culture. I think that's, I think that plays a big reason too, because he can never be that guy in Golden State, even though you can argue he's the best player. You can argue that, you know, he brings the most to their team or whatever, but in my opinion, that's not true, obviously. But I think, I don't think he's, he, he never can be the heart and soul of the Warriors because that's Steph. And he wants to be the heart and soul and the, the leader of a team, I guess, and that's why he went to Brooklyn because he feels that he can link up with Kyrie and James Harden and, you know, they can, he can be the the centerpiece and they can build him or build around him and he can be that guy in Brooklyn, which he has been so far. I think he has been that guy in Brooklyn so far, but it's, it's not really where I, I, I questioned the way he chose to leave so suddenly after with Kyrie and, James Harden, who are, in my opinion, way less, more valuable than and, and and winning for a winning team than than Steph is. Um So I think.
2: Incredible. What? Well, never mind. I'm not going to. Okay. This, I
0: think. <laughs> okay. Well, he, I think, he was waiting for that. He was waiting.
1: <laughs> you know, it's it's the same thing. I think it's kind of the same thing with his move from the Thunder. You know, everyone obviously everyone wants, everyone thinks, okay, well for your legacy, for your career, for, you know, your entire, every everything is going to be better. If you stay with that team, you're going to win more with, you it probably would have won more and gotten, or probably would have won or gotten more legacy. If he would stayed with the Thunder, I think that, you know, his that legacy is- would, his legacy wouldn't have been nearly as jeopardized as it was or tainted when he joined the Warriors. A lot of people, I mean, <laughs> it speaks for itself, you know, um, and the same thing with the Warriors, you know, he left the, that that their culture of winning because it, I don't think he felt like he fit. I think he said this before too about how he never really felt. And I, I remember this. I remember this from an interview with uh, with Steph that uh, the new year at, when they were getting acclimated to the because they moved from what's the arena they're in now? Are they in the Oracle Chase?
2: Arena? to Chase. The Chase Center.
1: Center. Yeah, they moved from the old the one Oracle. to the Chase, or from Oracle to Chase, right? And he was doing an interview about. New era because KD left and they got a new the new stadium. And I remember I think KD publicly said that he never felt that he was acclimated to the culture. And the reporter asked Steph about this, and he Steph was just kind of like, Well, we we won two championships, you know, that's it's all love for him. So I think I definitely think he did not feel like he fit and was welcomed in that culture as much as he wants to be, which is why he went to Brooklyn to be that guy. That's that's I think that's the main reason. And then Obviously, the stuff with Draymond, his bond with Kyrie all played a factor in that as well.
0: I do want to say the Warriors have had by far the easiest schedule in the NBA thus far. Uh, (laughs) And it's honestly astounding how much easier it is than everybody else other than the Suns. The Suns are kind of close, but they have the ninth hardest remaining schedule. However, the remaining schedules are really close they're separated by a point and like this metric I don't I don't even know what it really means but um so that yeah they've they've had a really easy schedule Bulls are up there you know difficult it's amazing the Bulls have uh they have a really easy schedule
2: remaining apparently Mohammed. so yeah I mean after they play the Knicks (laughs) they play like six bottom five teams.
0: I'm looking for it's, the rest of the season. It's though, deserved. So say, wow. Yeah, after after that.
2: Well, yeah, after you know, the first behemoth four, of a battle, they. 16 games have yeah, been against like, you know, a bunch of top five teams in the league.
0: Yeah, you know, that's that's tough. They're, they're
2: grinding it out, though. 11 and no 5. No roots, no pet. 11 and 5, and 3 in the roots. It's crazy. That DeMar DeRozan wasn't gonna work. Two top two.
1: Classic. That's, that's a classic. The, that's a, the classic quote there. DeMar DeRozan and Zach Levine won't work together. From Stephen A. <laughs> uh, man, that's tough. Uh, worse season. season. Yeah. Oh yeah, worse That's didn't somebody say that? Uh, Jack has not been on. It's funny. Jack has not been on the podcast since. Uh, the bulls started winning. Made those massive, massively insane bulls takes. He, he hasn't been on back to back up to, to back them up yet. So we're still waiting He's on you, jack. Probably not awake. We'll have some excuse. Where you at, Jack? Where you at? Uh but say what you want about the Warriors, Will. You know, you always you, you gotta you gotta say, oh, they have the easiest schedule, it's not close. It's very condescending, if I do say so myself. Um, but say what you want, but they're winning and they're winning against bad teams, and they're winning against they're beating the Nets. They've beaten the Bulls. They've beaten the Pistons. I know they beat the Pistons, I think, uh, the la- their last game without stuff. I mean, they've beaten teams without stuff. It's the Pistons. It's not much. But if they can get so it. Wait, they- so
0: you're saying that stuff isn't that valuable to them winning is what you're saying because they're winning oh, without
1: stuff. Oh, God. They won one game with the Pistons. Stop. Stop. I'm just repeating what you've it's, said. It's still early though nothing really is a lock right now. It's kind of funny that we're talking about this. It's gonna be um, funny to how this plays out and how we how we can laugh about these early episodes and you know how much how much we might be wrong. So still a lot of time left in the season. We're barely like 20% in I think I, I don't even know if we are but nothing is a lock right now, boys. Some people have, I saw it on Instagram, somebody asked, uh, is Steph an MVP, a lock for MVP right now? And I was like, oh, man. And the comments were like, no way. The season is way too long for him to be a lock right now. Yeah, Zach Levine's on the come up. Mm, Zach Levine and DeMar, DeMar DeRozan definitely needs to be in it, yeah.
2: I think DeMar will slow down. I think Zach Levine's going to be the official clear-cut best player on the team oh, okay. in a couple of games.
1: Oh, okay. Isn't uh, isn't Demar averaging like the third highest points per game right now? Isn't he averaging like twenty six or something like that?
2: He's like top five or top seven. Yeah, I don't think it's top three. That's crazy. Pretty pretty sure it's Steph, KD, and uh, I don't know. I think Jaw. KD is leading, right? And then no, it's Steph. Steph is sure is leading.
1: That's crazy.
0: That is crazy. If he's leading, that.
1: That's not crazy if he's leading. What? How is that crazy if he's leading? I'm shocked. I'm shocked.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's up add- by point nine.
1: Are you 0. gonna are you gonna adjust your take will? Or are you gonna <laughs> bail out and the warriors not making the playoffs? No. Okay. Just wanted to and oh. uh,
0: Steph, I just want to, AD, Giannis, Zach Levine, and Damar. Those are your top five.
2: Really? Damar's still top five? Yeah.
0: He's oh, wow. barely behind Zach Levine,
2: Point 0.2 points. Oh, yeah, I think, I think they averaged the same amount of points before yesterday, yeah. before last game, actually. Oh. Yeah, so
0: two of the top five scorers and Miami and the They're
1: dangerous. They're dangerous, no doubt about it.
2: <sighs> I'm going to come up, man. I'm going to come up.
1: Bulls got next. Bulls got next. Uh, but next up, it's a good topic there, but next up we got these... This crazy, this uh, thing from Giannis. So he said, me and my family chose to stay in this city that we all love and has taken care of us for now. In two years, that might change. Giannis, I'm potentially leaving the Bucs for a new challenge. Um, Do you guys think Giannis should leave the Bucs? What do you guys think can happen in the next two years for him to leave? And where do you think he might be going? What do you think his thoughts are of his next destination possibly, Will?
0: Um. Yeah, uh, as a big Giannis fan, I think he might be heading towards the Bulls. Mm. Um, no, I'm kidding. That won't happen. I would be so happy. That would be unreal. Um. But he – I don't really know why he wants to leave. Maybe he's just one of those guys that does want – like, once he's done it, he just is like, oh, I've done it. But – This quote kind of caught me off guard after everything he's said in the past like couple years and whatnot. Apparently
2: some of these quotes are from his agent too. Okay. So he's speaking
0: to his agent. So let's see. I don't know. Why would he leave? I, I really don't know. Maybe the team will just go crumbling to the ground and Budenhoser will start playing him less and less minutes. It's possible. But, um, I I wouldn't leave. It's it's you run into a KD like situation again there because you know what you have in Milwaukee and you know that team's really good. They built it well around Giannis. Um, he seems to be improving. I, I would stay unless I'm teaming up with like somebody like John Grant or somebody Luka in the future you know Unless I'm going to team up with somebody I'm I'm probably not leaving because he's also going to get that narrative as soon as he leaves he, that narrative is going to fall on him. he's going to get pinned as a you know build a super team kind of player that's that's just what's going to happen unless of course he like does the opposite of what everybody thinks and goes to like the Pistons then that would be at that point i don't know what i'd say
2: but uh, I, I would say Giannis, i i would say well from the quote you know he said you know it's just more about challenges and he said you know uh he brought a championship to the bucks which is very very hard and he loves challenges so what's the next challenge the next challenge might not be here so based off that quote i'm just like okay so what's what's the next challenge what's is it bring another championship to another franchise is it um, is it building a brand? So going to a big city market team, um, you know. I feel like some guys. I'm not trying to accuse Giannis of having a big ego, but it's like, okay, he's getting to a part of his career where he's like, he's gonna be considered a top 15 for sure, top 20 player of all time. He's gonna be considered a top two player in the NBA. Uh, he already has his own shoe, so it's like, okay, maybe he's gonna accumulate more fame so his ego is going to get bigger and you know staying if you know a player of his stature is not going to stay in the city of milwaukee i don't feel like i think eventually he's going to have to leave um and if he's saying he wants the next challenge and i think maybe he's has to just go win another title with another team and i don't know who that might not uh, i don't know who's that that's going to be but i'm just curious as you guys um you know, we always talk about, like, players today are kind of like soft and the whole team, you know, you know, super team thing. And we always, we saw Giannis win last year, like, okay, Giannis might be not that guy, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but after, after these quotes, it's like, okay, he's trying to make it the way he's, seen, he's trying to say, like, oh, I just want the next challenge. But I feel like he's just saying that to sugarcoat, um, you know, I just want to be straight up. I don't want to stay walking my whole life. I think that's the whole issue. So that's just my thoughts.
1: Mm. That's interesting, yeah. I, I say I would say maybe you know, two years is a long, long way to go. There's a lot of things that can happen in the next two years. So I think, I mean, if, if he, uh, there's definitely that aspect though, there de- there's definitely you know, you, we we don't know if he can, he he wants to stay the rest of his career in Milwaukee. So there's definitely. That. I mean,
2: yeah, he he signed that Supermax. Does he have a player option in that Supermax in the middle of that contract? Mm-hmm.
0: Usually they do. Okay. Because mm-hmm. I was gonna say he they can't should.
2: stay. I mean, if he can't leave until. You know, five years after this deal, then okay, that's a long time.
1: Yeah, but you know, he I don't think he's gonna do it though. I I, I think he'll stay in a while. I think he will. This. Yeah. So bro, while... Drew
2: Drew Holiday's in mm-hmm. his thirties. So by the time in a couple of years, he's gonna be getting to a point, he's gonna be declining. Chris Milton's older than Giannis. He's about what, twenty nine right now. So he mm-hmm. might be entering his prime. But I feel like okay, if Drew, you know, starts to get injured or he starts to get too old, who else is gonna market gonna bring in? Chris Paul.
1: <laughs> he gonna dude,
2: the dude, just, dude just do again okay i forgot to say this but one thing i, I saw uh, our uh, richard jefferson and perkins and everybody on ESPN talk about it oh, God. they said sometimes they made a good point they said sometimes players say these type of things because they want to put pressure on the front office because they mm-hmm. said you know if the player says oh i'm happy here this is the best you know best career choice for me or all that stuff uh, front office is like okay we'll like you know we'll lay back and just chill because, okay, he's obviously happy. So they're not going to be as aggressive to go for, you know, other players to make the team better. So if they say stuff like that
1: and they don't tell the front
2: office, they just, you know, put it out in, you know, media. They're going to be like, okay, well, you know, we don't want to lose our best player or franchise star. So it just puts more pressure on the front office. So mm-hmm. I thought that was a good point. So maybe that that's what it's just a smokescreen.
0: I guess I, I didn't even think about, uh, fact that the team is aging and he can't really leave for four
2: years. Yeah he's still he's still really young he's only 26 this is crazy. Or yeah but Drew How like
0: some of the key players yeah, has, yeah. Drew Holiday.
2: Yeah. getting um, older Dante
0: DiVincenzo
2: is, is nice but he's clearly injury prone clearly you guys think, think Milwaukee could build a another good team like this after those guys could they replace those guys you think
0: you can I mean Middleton Middleton is like you said, he'll probably be entering his prime or well, he's uh, he's probably already in his prime. He's entering it currently.
2: Yeah.
0: Um I don't know. It you can you can replace because you can replace Drew Holiday, in my opinion. It's, you just need a workhorse. That's really what you need. I don't know who that would be because I can't see five years down the road. Four years. I don't know who like will come into the league, but you just need somebody who does the dirty work, kind
2: of. I feel like it's just going to be a classic. uh, Just um, front office doesn't build a good enough team around the player, so they get frustrated and they just end up getting out of it. It's
0: possible. I mean, it could be like LeBron on the Cavs. I was going to compare that,
2: but I don't think that's a fair comparison.
0: Well, nothing's. Really fair to that. I mean, yeah, that was that was an abomination. That was a, yeah. I, I mean, that was that's a good way to put it. abomination.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't know. I, I just I don't know where he's gonna end up. I just hope he wins. That's I just want him to win. And since I want the Bulls to win too. Ah. It's a line, the two. Let's have them come together. Mm. Uh Uh-oh. Dang it, we're probably missing the best part.
1: They'd have to miss the, they'd have to make uh meet in the Eastern Conference Finals, though, Will. Somebody's going to have to win. No, I'm
0: saying go to the Bulls, Giannis. Oh, the Bulls, okay. Yeah, I'm saying, like, I want the Bulls to win, and I want Giannis to win, so if the Giannis is on the Bulls, then collectively, I can kill two birds with one stone. Yeah,
2: People will I come just, to the Bulls after this season, bro. Trust me. Oh
0: yeah, oh yeah. They won't. They won't do every. They won't do Demar and Zach like they did D Rose, bro. We yeah. hope
1: not. or you guys hope not. You Question my Bulls <laughs> and credibility. But I will say I think that's good. Question every day. Oh my god. But I will say that that that's good if Giannis is doing this to pressure the 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 front office because I feel like. If he doesn't do that, they definitely will slack off. Because I think I feel like we saw a part of that side when they lost in the bubble, and then they didn't make any moves going in, and then Giannis was like, "I don't know, I might leave," and then they were all like, "Oh shit, we have to do something." So they got Drew Holiday, right? So I think uh yeah, facts. I think he put front uh, pressure on him back then, and it worked. Uh So if he doesn't, he he he. If he keeps doing it now, then. Well, the other I thing... Think we'll, I think it'll we'll make the good... They, they,
2: they, they got a similar situation up north in the same state with a different team in a different league. Oh. With the player of his stature. So... Yeah,
0: is that is the player the same as dramatic or... More dramatic, I should
2: say. I'm saying situationally. I'm not going to talk oh, about okay. the egos or personalities. Just situationally, they have a similar situation. That's all I'm saying. Something about
1: Wisconsin. Up there in Wisconsin.
2: Yeah, they got to understand I, at some point, people got to understand, like, you know, it's walking Green Bay. Like, nobody's going to Oh, sign. oh Green Bay. Okay. Oh, yeah. Right. What would you think I was talking about? Uh, the, the Wisconsin Badgers. I'm pretty sure Madison's too. To the Easter, whatever, the bro.
1: Just shush. That's, um. not, that's awkward silence after you said the, the Badgers. <laughs> <wrong>. <laughs> oh my god, I don't like the Badgers. Yeah. I want to say it's, crazy thing, like,
2: it's, it's, it's Aaron Rodgers and Giannis, like you know, two of the best players in the positions, and they can't that's sign nice. people. And same thing with LeBron. LeBron's basically a top two player, you know, his second year in the league. And it was like, okay, all those seven years, nobody, no big free agent, except for a, a broken down Shaq, signed with. Cleveland so you know Giannis if I was John, I'd look at that I'm like okay if Juana gets old Brooke Lopez gets old you know we sign maybe replaceable guys but they're not as good or maybe they're just good but it's not good enough in the future because maybe better teams are out there so he, he's got to look at that I'm Giannis on yeah. the I'm potentially has the potential, biggest potential to be the goat right now out of every you know star in the league other than you know kevin durant steph lebron whatever all those guys if i can't sign people at milwaukee right now or in the future then you know if that's not good enough for people to come walking Then i gotta leave it's straight up just like that
1: yeah that's facts yeah that's the way it is there's a there's more power for the players this this generation for for sure because they can do whatever they want they can Requests dictate everything, yeah, because they're the players, you know. Give credit to the you know, that's a business. If they, if the organizations can trade away and sign players and do whatever they want, you know, willingly, then the players should be able to have that right, too. I think so. And have their I want to say this could have their sorry. individuality compromised. So, sorry, go ahead, Will. start speaking loudest. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
2: He wanted to make sure he got his corner across. He started speaking faster. A lot of these like, "Come
0: on, bro. Let me let me get my moment real quick. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> let me get my two cents." Um, I want to say though, like maybe this, like the the whole putting pressure on them to make moves is a good thing because obviously, ob- obviously. But I'm saying, like, if I'm Giannis, if I'm being totally honest with myself, I might look at my championship last year and I might be like, hmm. We caught a lot of breaks, like a lot, a lot had to go right for us to get this. So let's just say the world is normal. Do I really believe we still win? Obviously he does, but he, if you're being honest with yourself, you're going to say that and he's going to be like, you know what? We can't be, we can't settle because this team is probably not good enough to win as is now. It, It might be, but I'm just saying like he, if he's looking at it, he might, he might be thinking like that. And I know no player will ever admit that, but yeah, he's being honest with himself.
2: If he's being honest with himself, I think the only luck they caught was Brooklyn. That was it. And Brooklyn's in the same situation, not same situation, but they're in a different situation where Kyrie's not probably gonna play this year. Maybe he is, maybe he isn't. So if I was the honest, okay, if Kyrie's the 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 X factor in us winning a championship or getting to the finals or not, then I think my chances. I like my chances over yeah. uh, six years without Ben Simmons. That's probably going to get traded. A Bulls team that's starting to come up. A Hawks team that's still young and, you know, you couldn't they couldn't stop you last year. Uh, who else? That was it. Miami the Heat, X, you swept yeah. them in the first round. Oh, yeah. So, it's, it's basically, if I can beat KD and Harden, and I, I should be straight.
1: Yeah. Be I was also thinking team.
2: the West, but, you know. Well, yeah, but I think... I think getting to the finals is not good enough, but I think that's just start. that's what he should be thinking about right now. It's a good start, yeah. Yeah,
0: if you can't get there, you obviously can't win the championship. So
2: that's yeah, kind of how that, kind of how that works. You'll know? you never know when you get to the finals, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously. Suns. Yeah. You know, they have a good chance. Lakers still come out the West. I don't care what anybody says.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm, okay.
2: Also, oh, once the Lakers figure out the issues, it's over for us at the
1: league. Yeah. So I want to
0: see if LeBron comes back.
1: Well, he, did. he did, didn't he?
0: Yeah, but he got hurt. Oh, damn. I, yeah.
1: I didn't see that. He got hurt against the Celtics?
0: I don't know. I thought he did. I was reading. I don't he think did. you do. Oh, well, then they list him as
1: day-to-day just because. Oh. <laughs> load management. Okay. It'll be yeah. load management for the Lakers. Load management Lakers. <laughs> Uh, speaking of uh Kyrie and this Nets and everything, we also have this Andre Iguodala quote. Uh, He says, Magic, Steph, Isaiah, they're the only guys that will I will allow you to say are better than Kyrie. Chris Ball, I'm not mad at, but I've got Kyrie on his top NBA point guards. Do you think Iggy is right in this aspect? I mean, he's 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 a stern veteran. Um, one of the great, one of the, one of the best defensive players in his prime. Um, so, do you think that Kyrie is a top five NBA point guard all time? Do you think he should have been on the list of the top seventy-five list? Will no,
0: no, no.
1: Okay. This is
0: this is insane to me. Uh, we we've gone through our top five point guards yeah. list. Um, who do you say he had before? He said Steph, Magic, and Isaiah,
1: right? He said or, Magic, or? Steph, Isaiah, and maybe Chris Paul.
0: And maybe Chris Paul. Okay, well, I would be looking at somebody else before I look at Chris Paul, and I'd still be considering Chris Paul before Kyrie. I don't think Kyrie's. See, it's it's hard because now we're getting the definition of greatest or best. Like, yeah, like, like, are we looking at accomplishments or just pure skill? Because if you just look at skill, we we've talked about this I think mean, Muhammad and I agree you can make the argument Kyrie's the most skilled offensive player ever he, he might be
2: so yes sir yes sir. so
0: but in terms of a point guard I mean I think Kyrie's history his past kind of speaks for himself he doesn't exactly lead to winning he doesn't seem to have the dog in him that uh it takes and I want to I want to preface that by saying everybody says well, Kyrie couldn't win without LeBron. In Cleveland, right? The Cavs got better when Kyrie was there. They they actually improved, all right. So it's not like he didn't help them get better. It's just he couldn't bring him over the top because nobody probably could. Um, when you're drafting like Anthony Bennett and whatnot and to, with the first overall pick, yeah. But I don't think like then you see him go to the Celtics and they they do a little worse. Which there's more to that, but um, I I just don't think I I. I don't know how you put him over, you know, any of those guys he, he Iggy listed. Maybe even looking at Chris Paul, John Stockton. Um I mean, there's there's gotta be other people I'm forgetting, but he's definitely not better than Steph Magic or Isaiah. No, no question. No, not better than John Stockton to me. Um probably I, I don't know how Oscar Robertson is not Robertson, Rob, eh, Robertson is not in this conversation as well. Cause I don't think Kyrie is better than him. So, you
1: know, yeah. tough, that's tough. I'm sorry, Kyrie. Well, I, I Roberts, yeah, Oscar Robertson is uh, certainly on, I think he should be on this list just for the pioneer, the pioneering aspect and what he brought and the triple doubles and everything. So it, this, is, this is really, yeah, like you said, this is really a debate between skill you know, best, and then you know, most accomplished or legacy. So, I don't know his legacy after LeBron, after Cleveland has been very lackluster. And if he doesn't continue to play this year, I don't know how you can put him in the top five if he's his career is shorter than you know a bunch of other guys like Stockton, <sighs> Westbrook, and everything. Oh, boy. Mohammed, you have something that's, to say? That's
0: your indication to shut mm-hmm. up, Zach. Okay,
1: let me let me let me yeah, let me let me say this. I've got my point across anyway.
0: Yes, Yes, yeah. Stop making me laugh, okay? I can't I can't be laughing like this.
1: Okay, Hi. my fault,
2: my fault. Oh, my yes. bad. Chill. My fault. Okay. I understand Andre Iguodala, okay? I understand where he's coming from. I might agree with him. I'm gonna say this. <laughs> no. I'm gonna say this. Over the years as kids, you know, in high school, maybe before college, um, you know, we look at the players and we're like, okay, that guy's a beast because of his he averaged this, oh, he won this many chips, blah, blah, blah. But as as I got older and I started to not like these lists because I feel like media just does them, even the top seventy five. It's funny because when you look at like the NBA the uh, NFL's top one hundred, you know how his players voted. And it's way different than what most analysts or fans would say. And, like, over time, I would see, like, guys like Jamal Crawford or uh, Chauncey Billups or Trace McGrady. They come out and say, this is my top three players. This is my top five. This is my top ten. It's way different than what other people say, especially for fans and media experts and whatever. Whatever. So I've started to think, like, I feel like players.
0: I feel like Maybe players, they know better.
2: The thing is, I feel like they don't—they don't care about the the accolades or whatever they didn't acquire. Just, they just—they just straight up say, "When I played against him, I felt like he was the best player that I ever played against, The guard or maybe um, to 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 defend me or uh, for me to you know defend him, whatnot, just vice versa, all that stuff." So I think to most players, I don't think they care about the the championships, the MVPs, the stuff. They just say, sure, "That guy's the best player I've ever seen," or "That's the guy's the best player I ever played against." So I understand where Iggy's coming from. To so us fans, we just watch. So what we see and, you know, over a guy's career is what we see and we, you know, have a different perspective. But I just, I feel where he's coming from. So I don't get mad when players come out and say like, you know, remember when Kobe used to say or KD said, Tony Allen's the best defender's ever played against me. You considers because he's a Tony Allen, you know, a top five defender or whatnot. So it's just, okay. You know, that's that was a weird quote to most people. But, you know, to those guys, it's just, you know, straight up, that's how they feel. And and this,
0: do the actual plays because they play against them. Yeah, yeah. I, I I understand. I was thinking back to like PJ Tucker. Remember last year in the playoffs, he he said like he would literally watch film of KD and the moves, like which to study every aspect where he's gonna go if he dribbles once to his right, like what is he gonna do? Um, yeah, that probably made PJ Tucker a harder defensive player for KD than right. say like. I I don't know, like, a Giannis or whatever, you know, uh, maybe players that everybody would agree is are better uh, defensively, but maybe didn't do that kind of put forth that kind of effort. So I see your point there. Um, I just, I don't know, maybe when it's all said and done, Kyrie, like, if Kyrie, if he comes back and helps him win a championship this year, uh, he'll have some of the stuff he needs, but I just, right now,
2: well, lepidot those got like four generals, most of the people that we're talking about before him and after him, the list, whatever. So I feel like, you know, Kyrie's never going to prove that in terms of actual being a point guard, he's not going to prove that he's a top five to most people. Like I said, I don't even think this is why these lists are ridiculous. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just,
1: yeah. So, yeah, you're right. You're right, though, Muhammad. I think, I definitely think that the players who play in the NBA have more of a, that they don't have a, like, they don't have, they don't have an agenda. They don't, there's well, no- everybody,
2: yeah, everybody yeah. has the same view. Everybody watches it, you know, whether you play against them or you're the same watching. But, you know, yeah. just like I said, like players actually on the court, when they, like, look at another guy, like, damn, okay, I'm going up against him. Like Will said, P.J. Tucker studied all of KD's moves. He still, what, put up 48 in that, you know, that game seven or, you know, game six, whatever, last year. Yeah. So it's like, okay, like if P.J. Tucker did all of that and he played against KD and he witnessed it firsthand, if he comes out a couple years later and say, "Katie, is the greatest player I've ever seen. KD is the greatest player I've ever played against. To his eyes, it's fair because, you know, like Will said, he studied him. He still couldn't stop him. Katie still went out there and, you know, dropped that triple-double in game you know, six or seven whatever. So I was like, okay, it's a fair point. And I wouldn't be mad about it. Like, like maybe, you know, in senior, a junior in high school, might, you know, I would probably get mad. Like, no, that's crazy. Uh, Kyrie's not top five. You know, I put Chris Paul, Isaiah, all those guys, whatever. Like I said, as I got older, it's like, okay, I see more and more players come out and say different opinions, way different than fans say or Stephen A. Smith would say. So it's like, okay, I understand where you're coming from. Would you say you're woke? No. No, no. I'll, just say, I'll just say I'm a, I'm a genuine human because those are rare these days. So, <laughs> like I said, wow. me, under- very, me very saying humble. I understand. Very humble. I accept other people's opinions without saying, you're stupid. See, that's rare in these days. And I think I've ascended to another echelon of mankind that nobody achieves yet. Oh, Oh. wow. (laughs) This man
1: is
0: basically declaring himself. God, basically
1: he's, a God. He's the chosen one, ladies and gentlemen. He's a <laughs> new echelon. towards my mouth. I was just saying. A new echelon of human see. existence. <laughs> like I
2: said, I'm saying no what one... I see, what I feel, and that's what I feel. So no one else has reached where you're at. Okay. <laughs> it's a fair okay. opinion. I've never seen somebody come out and say these exact words on the internet or in person. So like PJ Tucker, I've ascended to another another, another level. Okay? Like in Iguodala, I've ascended to another level. I can say these things, I can understand other people's opinions, but hey, I understand my own opinion at the same time. That's what I'm saying.
1: Facts. Yeah, I would say that the media, hard harder to top that. After. I know I know. <laughs> what, I know what
0: we're posting tomorrow. It's I know, move I know what we're it's hard to be move posting. On. <laughs>
1: it's hard to move on from that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the media has an agenda with these lists, you know, and they purposely- and narratives. Yeah, they purposely, and the narratives, yeah. And they purposely have a meet people off it's all about money. views and money. Yeah, the view, b- boost of views and money, right? So with, I think that's why, you know, these players are more genuine because, you know, they're playing against these guys and they don't have an agenda or a narrative they follow with it. So, and they're just being real. So, I mean, just being 100. Yeah. So that's respect.
0: It can be 110. Maybe
2: 105,
1: you know, no. Could be two hundred and percent extend, ex, extend the S. No,
2: that's not. You that's, can't understand, up there, bro. You can not understand two hundred percent because you haven't been up there.
1: oh okay. <laughs> I, haven't, there. I haven't. extended to the uh the astrological plane. You
0: even hit hundred.
1: Oh, sorry. And Lana,
0: has he hit hundred. Cool. Today, <laughs> yeah, Sack. yeah.
2: No, he's a he's a biased Warriors fan, so I don't even think exactly. he's oh, okay, okay. Seventy-five.
1: Seventy-five. <laughs> oh, okay. Seventy-five, man. Not even at seventy five now. Not even at seventy-five. Yeah. Um, even at 75 you gotta got understand
2: other other aspects of the game before you could even get to eighty-five. maybe after eighty-five you could, you know, start ascending to where I'm at. But can anybody
0: you know. that didn't watch the NBA before twenty sixteen be hit two hundred theoretically? It's a
2: fair point, bro. You're you're a post twenty sixteen guy, so
1: but but those uh how was it? those 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 five years have been very quality. A lot of quality Yeah, yeah for
2: a Warriors fan. Oh, so that's what I'm saying. That's why you're a biased oh, Warriors fan, because oh, of those that timeline.
1: My fault. That's my fault. <laughs> Dude, you'll my be there one day, Zach.
2: You'll get the 200. Accepting is your first step, though. You're good.
0: Accepting? Okay. The grieving process. It's all, it's
2: all about maturing as a, as a human. That's all you got to do. I feel it's like I've process. done
1: that. I feel like I've done that.
2: Well, I mean, if you come out here and, you know, spread a bunch of false narratives about the oh. Warriors and stuff, then I don't think you've matured. Oh, okay. Dang. Damn, well I'd like to hear more about this one episode.
0: I'd like, like to hear enough. you guys. I just want to hear about this
2: conversation. You if we, if you guys want to go down the list, I could, I could do research, and I could look up um, top five lists for ESPN or CBS Sports or Yahoo for point guards, players of all time, defenders, and I could go and research you know, what players say themselves. And I can show you guys the difference. And then just, I can make fair points for those players.
0: Just make a Frank list. Just get Frank's, all yeah. Frank's lists. Yeah, let me, let me hit up Frank. Oh man. If you ever wanna have a argument there, that that's who you need to hit up. Running against. You know, you know dang well, he's gonna come up with some list that everybody's gonna be
2: like,
1: huh?
2: Yeah, Andre Drummond's gonna be a top five player in the league play by, <laughs> by now, according to Frank. I mean, did you see him this past week with
0: Joel Embiid out? I mean, he was averaging like 13 rebounds a game and, you know, 15 points. Yeah,
2: biggest double-double machine in the league.
1: Yeah,
0: I mean, you play him enough time, he's going to get you a double-double.
1: Yeah, yeah, facts. true. I won't quote quote from the runoff executive that said, Drummond can give you 20 points and 20 rebounds and still not have an impact on the game. (laughs) Bogus is Oh, that's so bogus! Man. So bogus. Imagine saying, uh, that, "Wish a
2: would, and rebounds." That's
1: just. I wish on, a player man. would
2: come
0: back and be like, "You could, you could just, I don't know, just say something like, uh, you can make a trade, or you could run the franchise for 15 years and still not make an impact on the team.'"
1: <laughs> I wish somebody <laughs> would come back and say, "Andre Drummond." A... <laughs> Andre Drummond is the toughest person they've played against. I wish somebody would say that. That
0: would be funny.
2: <laughs>
0: in response, Bro. in. Re-
2: that' would be awesome if that happened oh my god
1: <laughs> how
2: you gonna are you gonna defend that one He's an elite force You're 200 understanding it is the the main key bro so i have to understand where they're coming from they say that and they they played against Drummond themselves you know
1: uh, you have to walk them out well, we talk their shooters, about right? this
2: dude come on like we talk when we play like you know randomly if you play like a college like a, not even a d1 athlete just a college basketball player you see how better they are in terms of, like, us regular folks?
0: I was literally yeah. just about to bring that up. I was literally just like, going to say We that. play
2: against those people, and, like, dang, that's the greatest player we ever seen. Like, well, we talk about DJ. DJ doesn't even – DJ, if you watch this, I'm not trying to call you out or nothing. Obviously, you're a really good player, but it's, like, DJ's level, and then there's a D3 athlete and D2, D1, obviously, and then there's an actual player that's going to go to the league maybe. And like Zach said, Zach, you uh, that Paul Reed guy in your class, right?
1: Yeah. I he mean, you. Head, I mean, yeah.
2: saying Did you ever watch his practice?
1: Did you ever go to his games? Yeah, I watched the game. Yeah, he's he's pretty dominant on rebounds. And okay, you were
2: that close to him, right? Yeah. You saw a tall. He's he was, in my,
1: he like, was okay. in my class. Yeah, he was in my class. Yeah. <laughs> he's real tall. Right. Yeah. So
2: yeah. exactly. So it like, dang! Imagine if he pulled up to. Uh, that point yeah. we played at Winfield.
1: Oh, my God. Imagine he pulls <laughs> he up and he's playing <laughs> against us. He's going to destroy us.
2: <laughs> yeah. And to us, he's like, dang, that guy looks like a king. Or that guy's like <laughs> Kareem to us. Like, yeah. that's, that's how it is. Yep. So, Iguodala, like, he played against Kyrie. He's like, damn, Kyrie might be the top five point I've ever seen. Like,
0: I, mean, I need to go to college and to these players
2: that they might be the best players. Because I don't you know. know, bro. in them up is not going to be a, a good thing to do.
0: I don't know bro some of those guys there's this dude that was like six no not even he was like five ten he was a point guard obviously and he he. god he was insane I don't know how this kid was so good like honestly i watched him, and I was just like he's skinny he's lanky he's not right. really fit or anything he doesn't look fast average like a triple double or something for you know ten, like 10 game stretch or whatever easily the best play player on our team which granted it's not we're not you know UAC, yeah, but right. he was he was really freaking good and I would like like that's the that's that gap you're talking about because if he went up and played against probably like Zion or or whoever you know RJ at that time, uh he probably had gotten killed and I would have probably been like man you're trash which just shows you how bad I am yeah <laughs> there's levels to it there's yeah. levels
1: yeah. That's how uh, it is. Reminds me of that uh, that Brian Skellett. Reminds you of that Brian Skellett, Brini cool Yeah. When a fan was trash talking to him and he said that I'm, LeBron said that I'm closer to LeBron than you are to me.
0: Yeah. That's facts <laughs> so. yeah, though.
1: Yeah, that's facts though, yeah. That's really something to think about mm-hmm. in the future with uh, players coming in and coming out and. Who's gonna be the goat and who's the best player? So keep that in mind, you know, and don't trash talk, you know. Don't, don't say you can beat somebody one-on-one online because they might they might reply to you. You don't know. Kevin Durant <clears> might <throat> reply to you and you know, throw <laughs> you one-on-one somewhere. So don't do that. Fly, fly you a, out this Brooklyn. is a warning.
0: <laughs> they they probably beat you with their opposite hand and their eyes closed. It, oh, it won't even
2: be fair. Bro, Katie could put his left hand behind his back, he could show his right eye closed, and he could just dribble and just
0: we're an eye patch. Literally. It's crazy. Um, also, since we're kind of summing up everything, don't say that you're in the upper echelon of humanity because you're
1: not. You know? Wow. Damn, that was I'm I'm just wow. I'm just
0: trying to you you may think you are, but you need to run it by Mohammed.
1: All right. Oh, yes. Oh, I thought you were talking to Mohammed. I was like, wow. Oh no, 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 no. I'm saying oh, it's, it's good. Even if were talking
2: there. to me part of part of being there is understanding other people's opinions. So if he he said that, guess what? The only thing I could do was prove it to him that I am. And I can make the choice to prove it to him or not prove it to him, but I can't be bothered about other people's opinions. Facts.
1: That's facts. Can't be worried about what other people think of you, yeah.
2: But- That's a a life lesson to everybody listening out there. It's not for free. Uh, This one's for free, but in the future, don't don't think it's gonna be for free. He he charges like, 16 bands for this kind of stuff trademarks all that stuff I, I oh yeah <laughs> you're gonna go um, broke in a second it's
1: a good it's a good message to end on respect other people's opinions you know, don't get too mad about it don't go on social media and it, it
2: sounds cliche but uh, you know being on twitter for you know basketball just following a bunch of basketball accounts is straight up
1: <laughs>
2: biased and just people attacking each other because they think something different it's crazy
1: and mass, mass tweeting yeah yeah let's spend all your day on twitter man look at some other things yeah it's it's not good for you it's not good for you it's a good message to end on it's noon the bears are on too so like we're like 50 minutes right here 51 so we go let's go appreciate everybody here man appreciate y'all uh tuning in another episode with your opinions everything the kd with the, the recaps of everything with Giannis and and uh, Kyrie so and, and Iggy so appreciate you guys YouTube uh, you know you're probably watching on YouTube now but you might be watching listening on Spotify Apple Music we don't know so we appreciate you follow us on Twitter Instagram uh, anywhere you can find us really we give we we are a prime news source in the NBA and we respect other people's opinions so we are that's far and rare to come come across I think so appreciate you everybody our sources are lead too Peace. Peace.
2: Peace.